Welcome to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. Here we share spiritual lessons in self-love and self-expression so you can become the best version of you. In this episode, we discuss the vibration of food and how what you eat can nourish your body, mind and soul. Hello, I'm Jalinda Stella. I'm a personal stylist and self-love coach. I'm Alison Maiden and I'm a psychic medium and Reiki master teacher and other things. Lots of things. Lots of things. (laughs) Today we're talking about the energy of food. Yes. I think this is a really important topic because we have to eat every day. Uh, And and just recently Mm. I saw some water that, you know, they've filtered the water through crystals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so when it comes to energy, are we talking about those kinds of things with food or just food in general? Well, let's start with food in general. I think it's probably um, a good place to start. And then, yes, the um, sort of the more enhanced things which are happening now, which I, I think is great. Um, you have to be a, a little bit sort of discerning with some of those things because some of them aren't maybe kosher, but, you know, like... <laughs> it's a bit of a gimmick. Yeah, 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 it's a bit of a gimmick. But, you know, uh, whatever makes you feel good. That's basically what we're talking about, isn't it? Feeling good. So, you know, if you've got the, um, the energy that comes out of our life itself. Um, we have, obviously, energy because we are alive and we have a body and we have a soul that's alive and we have a soul that's vibrating at a very high level or high rate inside that physical body. And so, you know, whatever um, is going on with our soul is being reflected in our body. And if you are doing good things for yourself, so taking care of yourself, nurturing yourself, feeding yourself good food that makes you feel good, and I'm not talking about the chocolate cake and fridge. That does make your mouth feel good. (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of everything is okay, you know, in moderation. But we need to be able to feed our soul as well as our physical body. And we do that through taking care of ourselves and, and knowing that the food that we're putting into our body is full of life. I think that there's varying different things going on out there and I am pro anything that works for you. Okay, so if you are a vegan, good on you. If you're a vegetarian and that works for you, fabulous. If you have to eat meat, okay. It's all fine because it's right for you. As long as you are in gratitude for what you're doing and what you're eating and also that the vibration of the food is lifting you or it's making you feel good. Because not everybody can be vegan. Not everybody can be vegetarian. There are sometimes actual physical problems that are stopping that from happening. Yes, and I, I know for myself, I, I think when I was younger, there were certain things that I was more drawn to and, and other foods I wasn't. So um, things like dairy products and that, it's just not, um, I've always sort of, I love cheese. Cheese is amazing. But whenever I've had milk, I've always not felt right. Yeah. And I, I think knowing your body and listening to your body is really important. And so recent um, in recent years, I've just cut out milk and it's just made such a difference to how I feel about Mm. you know myself it's kind of like when you eat something really greasy it tastes great maybe at the time but then a half an hour an hour later you kind of feel heavy mm. it, so is that what you're talking about in terms of energy does some food have more weight I guess in in yeah, that like, definitely I mean the more processed the food the less life in the food 
And so, you know, you're, you're virtually just putting something that is completely and utterly devoid of any energy in, into your body, apart from the fact that it might have a few calories that, you know, keep your physical body going. But when you're eating food that is alive, like fresh vegetables or fresh things out of the garden, the, the, the fresher it is, the, the better it is as far as the energy source, you know. How do you feel after you have a, a juice? Oh, so good. You know, like a, a proper juice, not the one that's bottled and yeah, on the freshly shelf. squeezed. Yeah, orange yeah. juice is amazing or any of those fruits. The green juices and things like that. I mean, it just makes you, your, your energy goes up and it makes you feel good. And it could be partly psychological because you're thinking, oh, I'm doing something good. But then that's part of feeding the soul as well. It's part of nurturing yourself. So, so what are some high energy foods? Like good in terms of not meaning like a ton of sugar. <laughs> no, no, no good with sugar. But in terms of foods that, I mean, obviously you were talking about for each person, it's sort of individual. But mm. if we were talking about maybe a fruit, is there a difference between a strawberry and an orange? Oh, sure. Look, you know, and, and I think I might have mentioned it in the chakra um, talk that we had, is that the colour can often be something that your body will crave as well. But uh, it's quite interesting when you look at the foods and, and what they're good for. Um, and there was a study done on this a little while ago, um, a scientific study actually. Uh, but walnuts, for instance. Now, walnuts look like tiny brains. They do. Don't they? I love walnuts. <laughs> and they are really good for your brain. Ah. Like they have the right vitamins and enzymes, etc., that will help the brain tissue. So there's got to be something in that, I feel. Look, when I was young, I read this amazing book um, and it was the Ringing Cedars trilogy uh, and there was three books in total. But this book was talking about um, a story and it was, some believe it's a true story, um, about a young gentleman in 1970s, I think it was about 75. He was travelling around and uh, he was a journalist and he went to Russia And there he met this mysterious girl and she was very beautiful and blonde-haired and gorgeous. And you think, oh, yes, he's just attracted to her, you know. But she was full of this wisdom about life, about the journey. And and that she said that every plant on the planet has healing properties and that there's something here for everyone. So you just have to know what that is intuitively and know when to eat it because sometimes we'll feel very drawn to eating one particular thing and we might want to eat that for a long time and all of a sudden we don't want it anymore. Yes, I do this with avocado. Right. It's like one of those things that I crave and then I'll eat lots of it and then I don't want it. And I'm done with it. Yeah. Well, that's because whatever the stores were depleted in you, that it's been topped up, do you know? So, um, but one thing I found absolutely fascinating about this story was the, the young lady was talking to him about illness and she said that if you take a seed and put it into your saliva and then plant the seed and let it grow, that plant will become medicine for your body because it's, it's going to have the imprint of your DNA in it and know what's needed. I know, and I blew my mind at the time and I'm like, Wow. That's incredible. It is. I got like a little tingle. I'm getting tingles now too, but this is confirmation, of course, as we know. But it it makes sense. It makes sense that if, you know, your body is lacking or your DNA is lacking in something um, and that, you know, there's a plant with the correct enzymes or it creates the correct enzymes or or vitamins or minerals or whatever it is that you need, um, it will do that. I'll be like licking parsley seeds and... (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes. And I'm thinking more like tomatoes. But, you know, there's a... um, but there is a plant on the planet that's that's basically a cure for anything that we might have, which is really interesting to think about. 
Well, when we think about medicine in general, most of those uh, are derived from plants mm. that we've we've had for a very long time, and, and right. healers of the past knew these uh, properties of each yes. each plant and the healing that it could provide. And I think the chakra thing that we were talking about in a previous episode is really quite interesting because you do crave certain foods, and if you think about, you know, people talk about eating greens, mm-hmm. and we know that green is like your heart chakra. Correct. Yeah. And or I think recently I've sort of been loving blueberries and obviously food is also seasonal and I think it is we're meant to sort of eat the foods in the seasons that yeah they, that they come in yeah well if you look at it you know the foods that are high in vitamin c usually come in around the time that the weather's changing and we may need vitamin, more vitamin c to fight off any kind of viruses or colds that are around the place so you know nature is a wonderful thing and if we could just live a lot more in harmony with what we need rather than what we think we need it's going to make you healthier and happier. You know, actually ask yourself, do I really need that hamburger <laughs> and that milkshake and those fries? I think you're reading my mind right now. <laughs> it, it is, I find it really fascinating because we do tend to overindulge. It's, it's back, you know, 100 years ago, mm. there, I mean, we, there was a famine and yeah. there wasn't a lot of food when it came to wars and things like that. So the food that people did have was very minimal. I know growing up, my dad would say, eat what's on your plate because it was, it, yeah. whereas my yes. mum kind of she was brought up in the same era but she would say don't eat it unless you like it you know it's meant to be food's meant to be enjoyed and savoured and and uh, but my mum does love a lot of butter and salt and salt and sugar and uh, all those foods that um, are so available now that were part of like they, they weren't as yeah. common I and mean, they were also a lot purer back then as well you know they didn't have the preservatives added and I haven't had preservatives in my body for about um, eight years, nine years. Really? I can't. I, I actually became allergic to preservatives, which is really interesting, isn't it? So as my, um, I suppose my spiritual nature was opening up and I was um, gaining in knowledge and my vibration was going up. And, you know, I work in this area all the time, like seven days a week I'm working with spirit. So, you know, it's going to have an impact on my physical Um, And so about 10 years ago, I started to develop allergies to certain foods and I just could not eat them. Um, And and it it turned out that a lot of this was sprays um, and things that were on, uh, because I try to eat it organic as much as I can, but then it's not always available, especially when I'm traveling. So, you know, I may have eaten or drank something, a juice, and it just made me really ill. Wow. Uh, And then I ended up in hospital. I was having palpitations to the point where I thought um, my heart was going to stop. And it turns out there was um, preservative in some food that I ate. Mints. Mint? Yeah. Oh, Mints had like preservative meat. in it, meat. Because oh. I have to eat meat. I can't eat vegetables. I'm allergic to them, believe it or not, um, the majority of them. Uh, so I do have to eat meat. But I always give thanks and I'm very gratitude. I have a lot of gratitude and I also um, always choose ethically that's um, really important to organic meat because yes, whatever yeah. our food is eating, then we're yes, eating that as yes. well. And where they're not suffering, you know, when they're being kept, etc. So all that's very important to me personally. As a, If I have to do it, then I'm going to do it right, do you know? Yeah. But um, I was a vegetarian for eight years. And, uh, and then, you know, the, the uh, unfortunate thing came in where my body was actually rejecting these different things. And it, it ends up that I'm actually allergic to an enzyme. So when your body is telling you these things and you've got to follow that line, I mean, hopefully that will change for me again, you know, as time develops and, and I may um, be able to move back into eating vegetables and going away from meat. And I'm really hoping that will happen. 
but you have to do what you have to do to, to stay alive, clearly. Very true. Um, and stay pure and, and clean as much as you can, you know. Choose the correct um, stuff. If you have to eat things that maybe aren't so great, try and get the purest version of it as possible. I think this is a really important topic because I think many of us, when we are going through this spiritual journey, then we do, we are become more aware of so mm. many aspects of our lives, not only our bodies, but the way we think. And obviously food has a really big impact on mm. our everyday energy levels, um, how we how we feel, how, how we process food. Oh, absolutely. And I think we were talking, when we talked about the chakras, I mean, that's your solar plexus, yes. isn't it? Yeah. And, yep. and this is the center mm. of, our, of our body. So mm. making sure that we're fit. And of course, we all have those days where we have a bit of a slip up and, and again, feeling good about yourself not beating yourself up but sort of jumping back on the horse and going back to eating well is yeah and so and so it's probably topical that we're talking about this at christmas time yes (laughs) Yes. because you know it's like license isn't it to just eat whatever on the table and keep eating until you can't move yes oh my gosh so much We, we um my my husband's family is all Italian, so oh my gosh, oh, the they... amount of pasta and and the desserts, the cannoli, but oh, they love so food. beautiful. They oh, love food. they love everything about, and so the love that's coming out, the vibration of their food is loving. So yes. you're eating you're eating love that's been prepared, you know. It's very you. true. When my when I was young, my mum would say to me, she would always get us to make her a cup of tea, and if we were cranky, she'd be like, "I don't want you to make my cup of tea when you're cranky because you'll be putting hate into it." So she would say, yeah. "Make it with love if you're going to make it." <laughs> it's true. It's true. Made yeah. with love is a really important thing. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between you go out for dinner and you can sometimes go, oh, "I really love that meal. It was really enjoyable," and then you go somewhere else and you can have the same meal, and it's like. That wasn't so good. So I think it's about, you know, the energy that the, the person making it has. And, uh, and certainly at home when we're making for our, our kids and things like that. And that's why I think it's so, so great. Christmas can be a really wonderful time as far as giving and, and receiving energy. And, and generosity is a big thing around Christmas as well. People want to be generous. You know, they yes. want to give to others. And we want to generously feed ourselves abundantly. <laughs> not always good. I mean, for me, I, I know there's many of Christmases where I have um, definitely overindulged and ended up, you know, having a nap in the afternoon because you just feel so full and sick and then you, then the you sleep. Baby. And, and I've, work, I've worked with clients. Yes, the food baby. <laughs> and I've worked with clients, actually, when we think about this overindulging, I've yeah. worked with clients where they've... Uh, you know, progressively over, say, maybe five, six, seven years, just put on two kilos a year. Yeah. And that ends up about every five kilos um, to seven kilos is a new dress size. Yes. So you can go from being a 12 to suddenly you're a 16 within just a couple of years just from Christmas food. Yeah. And it, I, I think it's really important to be aware of. Yeah. Because even though, you know, we have in Australia, we're quite lucky. It's not as I suppose the term that my mum used to use, she was English, is like stodgy, you know, the stodgy oh, food. Yeah. So they would have like the roasts and the, the mashed potatoes and all of the really heavy foods. And you'd eat that at lunchtime. And then, of course, you'd have it again at dinner time. And, and then, of course, going to different people's houses if you've got yes. to do the rounds, you know. But here in Australia, you know, we tend to eat the prawns and the seafood. And so it can be quite light because it's hot here and we don't want the heavy foods. Salads. And yeah, yes. those sorts of things. So the, the, the good choices, making good choices <laughs> is what it's about. Um, and also have a look at the food before you eat it and go, do I really want you? Does, does my body 
are you am I craving you today you it's know a beautiful thing to think about the intuition of of how you're yeah. feeling about that food and tapping into your own body and your own soul to yeah. say is this what I really feel like as opposed to uh, you know filling a void which is a very common thing because food can you know have the uh, you know make us happy but not in the way that maybe we're thinking it's going to make us happy I have an interesting story on this so uh, years ago when I first started to have these allergies and there was lots of things dropping off my list I couldn't eat. And so I was living on like about five different things that I could eat. And um, one day I was given a beautiful peach. And this peach was of someone's tree and they had just picked it and it was perfect. There was no imperfections on it at all. Not that that would worry me, but there was nothing. It was just a perfect peach. And I looked at it and I thought, can I eat you? <laughs> Please. please can I eat you because I really want to eat you <laughs> and that peach has stayed in my memory oh. <laughs> it was the best thing I've ever eaten in my life and I still can taste it now even though I can't eat peaches anymore I can taste it it was so good and I think when things are taken away from us, when we don't have so much choice, when we are, you know, limited, when we can have something that is outside maybe our norm, we just appreciate that so much more. The fact that this was a really freshly picked peach, it had all the life in it, it was like, it was soul food, you know. And we're very lucky in Australia, like you say, because we have so much produce here and it yeah. and it can be quite fresh. A lot of people, we can grow things in our backyards. Um, a lot of people that have citrus trees. That is actually the really best option if you can do it. Um, a lot of the soils that unfortunately are depleted of certain minerals now and, um, you know, for a while now people have had a, to know different things to their diets to make sure that they're getting enough of. You know, iodine is one of the things that we don't have enough of in our diet. And they've proven that, that it's been depleted from the soil for quite some time. So, you know, if you can grow your own, in a little plot or something like that, that's the best option. And lettuce. Lettuce, if you're going to buy lettuce, do you eat a lot of lettuce? I love salads and lettuces, yeah. It is the most highly sprayed vegetable. Really? Yeah. They oh, spray it through every... caterpillars and... Yes. Yeah, they get and into so it. so in every stage, it's sprayed. So when you think about it, by the time it gets to a big lettuce, it's been like sprayed to death. And... There's just no really cleaning that, you know. It's very, very it's hard. In the, it's, it's actually it's, gone it's into in it. it. So if you can get organic, then buy organic. Any leafy vegetables. Celery is another one. You can grow celery. Did you know? Ooh. You can cut it off. If you get an organic one, you cut it off and then you stick it in some water and it will grow again. It's amazing I've done it. That's fantastic. That's a these, great tip. There's all these really cool things that you can do. So, so. we're going to add like chef to your... Oh, gosh, no. Or <laughs> a culturist on that <laughs> title. I can grow celery. That's it. That's all. That, that's cool. I, I do think that that's really important to remember. So mm. having buying food that is from organic, so markets and things like that, I think we all know that a lot of our fruit and vegetables have been in a fridge for about three months and oh, yeah. force ripened. Yeah. And I, the other day we... We got some bananas from a friend that dropped some off off a tree, and it's like when you eat it, it's like banana flavored banana. 
Oh my so gosh! Good. Isn't it sad we have to say that? It, it is, but that was I know yes, exactly it is what you sad. Because you bu- you buy these things and they've been they've been picked green and then they don't have that. And same sometimes flavor. they don't ripen. You know, have no. you noticed some of the ones that we we get? You know, from the supermarkets, they just stay green. They don't actually ripen. And and then you're thinking, why is this withering and it's still green? Yeah, you know, I can't even eat this. And it tastes all pasty. So yeah, yeah. going to a market if you can't grow it at home, going mm. to a, a fresh fruit and vegetable market yes, where things yeah. are grown locally is really good yeah and make a, make friends with people that like to have market gardens in their backyard yeah because well, they have an oversupply <laughs> they, of tomatoes. they always do yeah they always have heaps yeah <laughs> so really important to be thinking about the energy of food and having gratitude towards our food yes and also thinking about our intuition when we're choosing foods yeah ask your body what it wants and uh, and don't eat when you're not hungry water Oh, yeah, heaps of water. Oh, we should quickly discuss the vibration of the water. So what about things like, you know, the crystal, which are really popular at the moment, the crystal water bottles Mm. that you you can put crystals in? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So different and obviously want to be careful of what crystals you're putting in there because some do leach and aren't made for water. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) exactly. You don't want to um, pop a malachite in there, for instance. That's actually quite poisonous. But anyway, (laughs) we we do need to be sensible with things, you know. And when when, um, you're looking at... At these wonderful gadgets and things that people are bringing out. Even the new age industry has got those things, you know, so some of it's a little bit over the top. But charging water with vibration, it's been done for years. Um, but um, there's this wonderful book called The Hidden Messages in Water. Have you seen that? <gasps> it's the Japanese. Yeah, Japanese chap. I can't, yes. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, but he did this incredible book where he actually um, froze water and looked at it under an electron microscope. And it was all these beautiful crystals, different crystals. But then he discovered that the water that was coming from different places would actually have different crystals. The purest form from the mountaintop would be pristine and beautiful, whereas the one taken from the river that's near civilization was really broken down and, and, and awful and misshapen. Um, and it was to do with energy because he then went on to experiment with it and he would tell the water that he loved the water, I love you giving it positive affirmations all the time and the crystalline shapes would be gorgeous and they'd come out and they're all perfect and then the other one would be i hate you you're ugly and, and they'd looked, be all broken down and it looked ill didn't it the yes. actual, how could um, it's interesting when you're viewing a, a crystal form of water and going that looks ill Do you know the one the most fascinating picture in that book and i stared at it for hours is one that he said i'm going to kill you and it was a picture literally the water had a picture made in this little droplet of a man with a gun <gasps> i'll have to dig out my book and show yes. you it's just so fascinating how the imprint but water has a memory so we are like 85 percent water and um, that just goes to show how much we are impressionable how much energy makes our bodies well or sick you know and other people around us with their negative vibration can bring us down yes and we've all had those experiences too and especially if you're close to the person you're more likely if you know we feel their their pain and Mm. feel their sorrow and uh, so being really aware of that just Mm. being aware is really important isn't it it is awareness is the key really um, and just, you know, love your water. 
Yes, and your plants. Mm -hmm. They did a similar experiment with plants and mm. they had children do this at a school yeah. where they would talk differently to each plant and they would put they put like little names on the plant and so they would shout at the plant and that plant actually died. Yeah. And then there was another plant that was kind of just mediocre, they didn't say much. And then there was another plant that they played music to and they would talk to and it just flourished. Yes. And those experiments are so beautiful to see and witness and I've started naming plants around my house now and I'll go and give them a little pat and <laughs> say thank you because I'm not really, naturally I'm just not very good at growing them. But the ones that I have had have lasted quite a long time. I yeah. do give them more attention and well, love. Well, you know, they're pretty self-sufficient unless they haven't got access to water. You you know, they can actually grow themselves. They've, they've been doing it a long time. <laughs> um, it's just that we get in their way. So it's, it's, yeah, I think at the same time, you know, anything to do with love is going to grow. Anything. If you give love to anything, it will grow. Thanks for listening to the Divine Style Podcast with Jalinda Stella and Alison Maiden. If you liked today's episode, please share it with your loved ones and be sure to tune in weekly for more spiritual and self-love guidance. You can find us at jalinda.com.au and alisonmaiden.com.